trust in journalists has fallen to an all-time low. A site that publishes a mix of fake and true stories. How do we sift through real versus fake? We see lots of phony news sites hoping for clicks and they're convincing people to share them as true. Radio host Sean Hannity this week apologizing after broadcasting the news that President Obama had deleted tweets endorsing Hillary Clinton. Of course, this turning out to be false. How did we get here and where does this leave us? Do we recover from this? Does the media ever get back to a place where we're trusted? Hello and welcome back to Today with Trey. My name is Tracy and today we're talking about fixing journalism. How do we fix journalism, you might ask? Well, one step at a time, starting with step one. Remember why journalism is worth fixing. My name is Aisha Yusuf. I am an author, co-founder of a publishing house called Abaya House. And I am a business owner, a writer, and a student also at McEwen University. For me, I love to read. I love to write. Um, it's something that I grew up with. That was something that was very instilled in my family. And um, just the just how my family grew up and how my parents really like um, instilled that, you know, storytelling is important. Storytelling is a part of my culture. However, as I grew older, um, representation wasn't a thing in the books I was reading. Um, I loved the young adult genre, especially like as a high school, junior high student. However, there comes an age where you start to um, realize, wow, I don't look like anybody in this book. Wow, I don't have any of the experiences in the people in this book. And that makes you feel very alienated. That makes you feel like you don't exist and that your stories don't matter. And for me, I remember one day I was complaining. I'm like, why do we always have to be represented like this way? Why do I have to be represented that way? Why can't I just have a story that speaks true to my experience? And then one day I came across Toni Morrison's quote, that same day, I'm pretty sure, that said, if there's a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, then you must be the one to write it. I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that inspired me. That really started my writing journey. And that's the quote that changed my life and started um, this process for me. My name's Jackson Spring. Um, I'm in my fifth year of the journalism program. Um, I currently work as an assistant editor of The Griff, uh, which is, of course, McEwen's student magazine. Um, and as part of my field placement for the program, uh, I'm also working as a reporter for Taproot Edmonton. After high school, I took a few years off before going to university because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, the two main considerations I had was that I knew I wanted to do something that um, like I considered a uh, public service. Um, and as far as my interests go, um, I've always been interested in sort of learning about um, new things, like regardless of what topic it is, I kind of like learning about a wide variety of things and um, talking to people like experts on those subjects and stuff like that. Um, so journalism kind of seemed like a good intersection of those two. Um, I think you can do a public service as part of it and you get to speak with all kinds of different people over the course of writing a story with all different interests and areas of expertise. Step two, identify a problem. As a first year journalism major whose passion for telling stories led her to the doorsteps of a communications degree, I have identified the problem of breaking into the job market as a newbie. There were a lot of roadblocks. There were a lot of roadblocks um, that prevented me from um, really, I guess, getting to the place that I want to be. Um, but looking back at it now, it was more of a 
extraneous learning experience. Um, so I'm able to like flip that the way that I thought about those roadblocks and be like, you know what, it taught me a lot, um, but it's not easy. At times it feels impossible, especially as a writer of color. Um, and I think this speaks true to not just in the uh, author industry, literature in general um, is a very tight, it's a very cutthroat industry, whether that's journalism, whether you want to, want to be an author, um, whatever it is that you want to get into, it's a cutthroat industry. But if you're a person of color, if you're a writer of color, um, it feels a lot more impossible. And what I mean by that is for me, when I was um, writing this book and I finished my first, um, my, my dream was to traditionally publish. Um, so I wanted to get published by like the big five, and um, just have go that traditional route of publishing a book. And I create a bunch of agents, um, literary agents. And for me, I create agents that put an emphasis on um, own voices, um, diversity, Muslim women, just representation. And I went after those agents to um, create and send them my manuscripts. And um, for me, it was very important to send those books to somebody that actually cared about me and my story. Um, and the rejections that I was getting back was um, normally as an author, if you're trying to create, um, there's two ways. Though, this is three things happen. Either you they you get accepted, they ignore you, or you get an automated uh, rejection. Um, sometimes they tell they tell you that it's very rare for you to get a uh, personalized rejection. So I was thankful enough to get a lot of personalized rejections, saying this is a great story. I love the premise. This was very intriguing. I'm all for positive representation of, of a Muslim woman in literature. Aliyah is a strong character. However, I'm not confident in my abilities to sell this book. I don't think I'm the right agent to represent this book. I just don't feel like I have that. So just those type of rejections is what I was getting. Um, so I'm like, that's very interesting because you as an agent put a lot of emphasis on own voices um, about representation. Yeah, when you get a book of representation, you say, oh, I don't feel like I'm not confident in my abilities to sell this book. And that really showed me a lot about the industry because I'm like, you don't say own voices, you don't mean representation um, because my character, she's different, you know? She's different from what uh, you would expect a Muslim, Black Muslim girl to be like, especially the way that the media and the literature industry represents us. We're very, um, either it's a terrorist trope or we don't like our religion, we don't like our culture, um, we do everything to, to run away from it. But she's not like that, she's strong. She's uh, courageous. She loves uh, her identity. Yes, she struggles with it, but she, she, the way she deals with it is very different from the way that other books that represent represent us, air quotations, um, would 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 be like in those books. Um, so I knew that Alia was different, and because of that, that it really made me realize that when people say that, especially in this industry, when they say diversity, diversity is meant within an acceptable parameter that we set. And if you don't fit in within that parameter, your story will not get accepted. You'll hear like, I think university students in a number of programs talk about this, but the number one thing is like the, the sort of um, paradox uh, that a lot of professional fields right now have where you need experience to get a job. But of course you need a job to get experience. Um, I'm very lucky in that I have some published material as part of my internship and with the Griff, but I think if you look at like most entry level reporting jobs that are out there, they want you to have like two years of experience or this much uh, published material to send in. Um, and that it, it that's really hard to get. I mean, it, there's there's just not that many like entry level reporting jobs available right now. 
Step three, come up with solutions. I decided to uh, publish my book by myself with the, our own publishing company. I would be a big proponent proponent of like more public funding uh, going into the news industry to try and keep some of these newspapers afloat uh, without them having to depend on like sales or advertising. Through Auburn Columnist, a writing community that I founded with the help of friends, especially Ella Sokotic, a first-year McEwen University professional communications major, I have decided over the next couple of years I will help as many journalism students as I can present their portfolio in the best way possible. If you're a new writer, join Auburn Columnist. The link will be in the description box below. And look out for those free blogs and websites I will be offering every semester. Before I sign off, there's one final step I must add. So step four, repeat process from step one. Once again, I'm Tracy Thomas here on Today with Trey. Thank you for listening.